Hello there, and welcome to the Sunday Supper. I am your host, James Benet, and today I invite you to sit at my table and enjoy some soul food that will be sure to nourish your body, mind, and spirit. Each week we teach a new uh, spiritual t- lesson or tool, followed by a really amazing meditation. Um, this week we are talking about how to lead a soulfully con- connected life daily and in all that you do. Um, so to top this off, we invite and we are super excited to have our special guest, Lisa Ferguson here. She is a soul reader and a spiritual coach, and she's here with us today to talk to us about uh, soul connectivity and how we can do that and find that in our daily lives. Hello, Lisa. Hello, James. Hello, everybody. How are you? And happy Sunday to everyone. Yes. So exciting. Yes, it's so great to have you on here. I've been wanting to uh, have you on for a while, so I'm glad you are with us. So let's just jump into this. So um, I guess maybe tell our viewers uh, a little bit about yourself, maybe how you like to find soul connectivity daily um, and maybe what you do with your clients and how you like to work spiritually. Um, Yeah, the floor is yours. Okay. Well, um, a little bit about me, I've been on this spiritual journey um, of the self for almost over 25 years, for a long time. Um, I started pretty young, um, like when I was like 19, and I started because when I was younger, I was looking for myself, and um, I just started reading books, and I had the the passion just to start traveling and going to these sacred sites and portals and just going in, you know, inward. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Just looking at myself and, you know, seeing who I am and healing and um, just, you know, went on a quest, on a spiritual quest. And from there, things started opening up for me. I started really realizing um, my path, who I am. More, why I came here on the planet, what my purpose is here, mm-hmm. and I started really seeing me for who I am, and that actually led me to start helping and really follow my passion. And you know, I started helping one friend, and then another friend, and then I started leading people on spiritual tours, and then I just started realizing this is what I want to do. I want to help people find themselves, like how I found myself, and I'll tell you everyone, I'm still, you know, I'm still doing the work every day, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't end, um, it's, you're always growing, you just grow differently, and, um, and this is what I help with my clients, you know, I help them find the unconditional love for yourself, um, mm-hmm. and to enjoy the process, and, you know, it is, I always say the spiritual journey, it's not an easy journey, but it's, it's not a hard journey either. Once mm-hmm. you dedicate to yourself and, um, and say, I'm in it, and you start seeing the transformation within you, mm-hmm. and the most part is you start seeing the healing, not in just yourself, but you see it in your family. Mm-hmm. And this is the beautiful magic when I say, when you start growing, everything around you starts growing. If you have children, they change, your partner, your your parents, I mean, just, and lineages, your ancestors get healed. There's mm-hmm. so much to it. It's just not you anymore. It's the collective. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's how I started. And this is what I, um, this is my, my mission, I want to mm-hmm. say. You know, the more we look at ourselves, the more I'm growing, the more you're growing. Um, everything else you starts flowering as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. No, thank you for that. I totally, I, I feel that as well as, you know, you live within the, the journey of spirituality and finding yourself and really the journey to self-love, you know, for me, at least that's what it, what it really symbolizes. Um, you do, you, you start blooming and you start connecting to people, places and things and, and your life path right? Becomes way more clear. Um, I guess my question is, Lisa, is that, you know, I have, you know, a lot of clients or I deal with a lot of people one-on-one as well. And a really main thing that people come to me for is, you know, feeling stuck or soul purpose. And I really want to talk about soul purpose today because 
I think it trips people up. I think people maybe confuse spiritual healing, right, with soul purpose. And I am, you know, I believe rather that, you know, everything we do is soul purpose, that in this moment, me, you know, you and I sitting here doing this podcast together, we're both on soul purpose. You know, I believe that, you know, you and I, you know, maybe having a bad day one day, you know, or dealing with some family issues or having a dark night of the soul. I believe that is soul purpose as well. I believe that we are always on purpose and that it is not something to find, but it's something to maybe remember uh, and something to live within. So what would you say to your clients or someone that came to you that, you know, says, you know, Lisa, I want to live a more soulfully connected life. I want to really be on my soul purpose. I want to listen to my soul and I want to be soulful, you know, pretty much. Um, how would you guide them? You know, there's so many parts to this. Mm-hmm. And the first part is really understanding, you know, what is their soul purpose? You know, kind of understand, I mean, kind of a, a guideline. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you start kind of, kind of overviewing how you're living at this present moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing at this time? Mm-hmm. And then from there, you start kind of bringing, I, I love working with the body. Mm-hmm. And I really feel when you're very present with the body, and what that means is feeling every part of it. Understanding, you know, all the emotion and not being afraid to feel it in the, you know, in your gut, in your womb, in your heart. When you start feeling things, you know, and being open to what's going to arise, you will start witnessing um, the source, your higher self, will actually start talking to you and giving you this this kind of like electrifying feeling. I don't, you know, I don't want to, it, it, it just can be a subtle feeling. It can, I mean, it, just, it can be so many things for so many people, but um, and I'll, I, have a, I have a client right now, and this is what we're working on, and mm-hmm. he started feeling like this presence, mm-hmm. you know, like this anchor, and when you start tapping into that, this is the key element where you can actually brought off to many other, you know, tools and all that stuff. But the main thing is really feeling what you are. It's just the presence of being in the moment and feeling that body. Mm. So like what I'm getting out of that is like sole purpose is maybe just being mindful of the present moment and being really sitting within each moment, Um, just sitting in the seat of the soul, right? And then being, mm-hmm. I guess, and then being open to the whispers of the soul, what, what, what the deeper truths, well, what the deeper truth might be about yourself, about your life, um, maybe what you might be ignoring, you know, uh, or maybe what you might have fear around doing, um, you know, because I know that a lot of times people fear what their soul purpose is because there's, you know, when you're so passionate about doing something or you have a dream or a goal, a lot of times you'll have fear that comes along with that. And I always believe that if you don't have that fear, then you're not passionate enough about it. You know, you need, almost you need that fear. It's just, it's a representation that you, you're, you know, you're really into this thing and you really probably should do it because you, you have, the stakes are much higher for you. Do you feel that, um, sole purpose or living soulfully is an action of doing the thing that deep down you want to do with your life? Like, do you think it's that um, simple or easy, you know, to, to describe? Because I know a lot of people say, oh, what's your sole purpose? Oh, I'm, I'm an actor. Or my sole purpose is to be a writer. Or my sole purpose is to be a teacher. You know, do you believe that's what sole purpose is, uh, occupation? You know, when, when, I'm, when I'm listening to you, I'm like, yes, and then also no, because there's sometimes, you know, that you can have a, an occupation, let's say, 
somebody's a nurse. You know, mm-hmm. they, I go, no, I love, I'm a nurse, but what I really love is singing. But I, but I'm a nurse because this is what it pays, you know, the bills might yeah. be my family, but my sole purpose is singing. You know, and, and I, I do this on the weekends, and this will make me shine, and this, when I go to do, when I do my nursing and go take care of my patients, it makes me such a beautiful person because I can sing to them. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do a whole spin. You know, mm-hmm. your sole purpose is your specifically for you. And you just have to own it. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, it's about, this is your, this is your dream. This is your life. This, mm-hmm. one, this is your one life in this, in this beautiful space. Mm-hmm. And you can play it however you want. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's what we're so afraid of. You know, I had this, and I go through it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, to really be who I want to be, really, can that really exist? You know, to feel what I want to feel, it's because we're so trained, you know, even when we're younger and as a girl, no, you can't do this, you know, you, you can't feel this. Feeling is not great, and it, so it kind of takes us a little a step back, especially when we get to become adults. So I feel, I mean, this is, you know, this is me. A soul purpose is what, and it, it can be whatever it is that makes your heart expand. Mm. Because when you're living this happiness, you move through life and obstacles so differently. Mm-hmm. When you're stuck, you can, you know, you can look at you know, a, a relationship that is falling apart or not going well, you can look at it going, okay, well, this isn't, this isn't for me. I know what's for me. I know when I shine. So I'm happy, you know, even though it's going to hurt and it's going to be, you know, a little bit turmoil for a few weeks or a month, this is the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, and you, you, you accept. And I feel acceptance and unconditional love for yourself mm-hmm. brings so much you know, to, to yourself and to the planet and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said about, you know, soul purpose is something that, you know, anything that would make your heart expand um, rather than, you know, detract or whatever. Because um, I think that's really important. So many people are living just, you know, to get by. You know, they live, they work to live, they live to work. and they don't have a lot of that heart and soul expansion, or maybe they don't experience it as much as they wish they did. And, you know, let's face it, you know, a lot of people, they, they get married, they have children, and they kind of go into that cycle of being a parent and working and supporting a family and, you know, doing whatever they can to bring joy into their lives. But, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like when people become a family unit, a lot of times, and I've heard this a lot from my clients that they put aside their personal dreams, their goals, things that they had wanted to do, um, just kind of get thrown to the, to the wayside. And to me, that's really sad and that's depressing. And I, you know, I just feel like, yes, you know, there are many things that can expand the heart and having a family absolutely is one of them. So don't get me wrong. Uh, but there are, I feel like sole purpose, it's like these finite little things, like something you would do when you're alone. You know what I mean? Like when no one's watching, um, I feel like that's when your soul sings, you know, I don't know, just singing in the shower, you know, or dancing around your bedroom could really spark a lot of joy in people. And, and even little acts like that, um, can help you live soulfully, you know? So I, I feel like if there's a difference between like soul purpose and living soulfully. I feel like even if you're in a place in your life where you can't, or you're just not able to follow these deep seated dreams that you, you wish, or you're not really even sure what your soul purpose is. I think you also could live soulfully. And to me, living soulfully is kind of like what you said, doing things, however big or small that help your heart expand into a place of joy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that, that can include so many different things, right? It, that, it doesn't have to be an occupation. Um, a lot of times with my clients, I have them make a list of like 20 things that they love to do, 20 things that bring them joy, you know, and I have them kind of really, really meditate on it, think outside the box. And 
then I have them pick one of those things each week or maybe two to focus on doing. You know, I remember one client of mine really uh, wanted to take like flamenco dancing and she never like did it, but she was always in the back of her mind. And you know what? I was like, well, that's your, you know, that's your little mini date. That's your soulful living mini date. And she did it. She, she took a class and, you know, every week she went and the change that I saw within her just from taking this class, you know, was there was a huge shift. And maybe if we live soulfully, we really then can start connecting to the quote unquote soul purpose. If you think. Like, You're, mm-hmm, no, and I am a big, video, you know, anyone that knows me uh, personally, I am a big me type person. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of stuff for me, like me, because I, because I have a family. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, and I'm very close to my brothers, and I have nephews, and you know, I mm-hmm. just, so if, and I'm very giving. And if I don't give to myself, I will be able to spend all the time with them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm a big stickler. It's like take the time for yourself. It's if it's, I mean, if it's getting your nails done, taking a walk around the block, taking a class. I mean, so many things. Um, eating something that you really love mm-hmm. that you never had before. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, I know shopping and all that stuff. We all love doing that, but there's some little things like what, you know, like watching a TV show uninterrupted. For <laughs> 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 some, yes, that could be definitely a sole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or doing a face mask and like do it. I love cleaning. So mm-hmm. I love cleaning house and, you know, spending two hours and just going crazy with mm-hmm. earphones and techno on. Oh, my gosh. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, cleaning is really meditative. I like cleaning, yeah. too, strangely. <laughs> I mean, I love meditating. I love doing all that. I do. I mean, I, there's so many different, you know, variety things I do. But, mm-hmm. um, but I feel when you play. Mm. you know play with you know within yourself you know play and indulge and be like the little child because Mm. that little child that inner child needs love too and that's another thing i do with my clients i tap into their inner child and um that is very profound because i've realized and witnessed when we do the inner child work they have forgotten some things that have happened when they were, you know, when they were like nine, ten years old, mm-hmm. and they got to tap into it, and all of a sudden, they realize, oh my gosh, this is why I do this now. Mm-hmm. And then so there's this whole beautiful journey that we do, and that expands them as well. And it's just a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I did the inner child work at least six times. You know, through my twenties, through now, different different processes, and I've learned. Wow, that little girl was forgotten, mm-hmm. and um, it just you know, I'm a, I, I think I go on a tangent. So stop me. Uh, no, it's go for it. <laughs> but you know, I remember. Oh my God, this is why I do this. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got to know my little girl again. And saw her, you know, through this meditation and saw her play finally. Things changed in my adult life. You know, I saw the patterns that I was uh, doing stop. I mean, there's so many, you know, and that's why, like, when I do these little, little things, it just, it's very, and I, you know, I don't like to, you know, use the word expansive all the time, but it's really expansive. Mm-hmm. You know, to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. No, I love that. I love the whole concept of going back to childhood because, and playing. Because when you're a kid, you know, you're not thinking, I'm on my sole purpose. <laughs> you know, you're never thinking of that. <laughs> you're, just, you're just being, you're just doing. And you feel on purpose, even though you don't know what feeling on purpose is or what that might mean, but you completely are. And 
kids are, you know, amazing to look at and watch, you know, I don't have any of my own, but I do have a nephew and just with watching him play, it's really remarkable because they just go into their own world and they create and manifest this just adventure, you know, and, and, and they believe that they're in it. I mean, they believe that they are experiencing this magical place and, and man, if we can only do that, you know, the world would be a better place. I could say for all of us, but, um, you know, go and, you know, it, it, it's like, I tell my clients too, that, you know, when someone is trying to find what they're meant to do, and I know there's a lot of people out there probably listening that have no idea what they want to do with their lives. They're just in a job and they're going through the motions and they want to help. They want to be more present, but they don't really have an idea of what kind of profession they might want. I always tell people to look back to when they were children and think about what interests them and think about what they did as kids. I mean, I'll tell you, this is totally embarrassing, but when I was a kid, I like would play church. I mean, I really, I, I could have grown up to be a priest. I'm, I'm glad I dodged that bullet, but <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. But I mean, you know, I was always so, so much into spirituality. I built a freaking shrine in my bedroom. I literally did. I built a shrine in my bedroom and I had all these like statues of saints and pictures of the blessed mother. And, um, I had like Christmas lights around it and I would play like, I would play like priest and I'd have my my friends would come and like confess their sins to me. It was really, you know, and I was like maybe 10, you know? So when I think back to like that, I'm like, man, it makes complete sense why I do what I do now because as a child, I did my, my instincts were to do that in play, you know? And so I guess I took the long way around, but, you know, I think what you said, like get out there and play is really one of the major keys, uh, to really being soulful, to living a more soulful life, you know, and you never know what you'll discover. And I always say that I always feel rather that people have to go outside the box too, you know, because sometimes where their soulful moments live, they they aren't going to be in the norm every day. Like they have to go outside their box to find it. Right. Um, and it's hard to guide someone to that, you know, because it's not like, um, you know, I don't know, an angel's going to pop down and just tell someone what to do with their lives. You know, um, some people, their journey is to find their soul purpose or to find what they're meant to contribute in this lifetime. Um, I believe that there's two types of souls. There's souls that come here that know exactly what they want to do. They know exactly what they want to be. They have big dreams. They follow them. They do them. And that's it. And then we have more seekers, you know, and healers, people who come here and the creatives. And they, they, they play more. They explore more. They probably have gone through many different types of jobs. I know I did. And Me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tried many different types of things. And I remember when I was going from job to job, from this to that, personal training to yoga to this, I, I felt lost. You know, I was like, wow, I really don't know where to go or who I am. And I'm sure you, you know, did you experience that too in, in your journey? To find yes. out. I finally left the corporate world, like finally last year. Wow. Holding on to, yes, you know, and and still, it, it's funny when, you know, we're talking about your childhood. When I was, when I was younger, everything I touched, I wanted to bring to life. Mm. And, I, and, and I used to, I remember in the back seat of my mom's car where she'd be driving, and I remember driving to the desert, and I was always looking at the moon thinking the moon was following me and talking to me all the time. Mm. And, and I used to love driving at night just so I could see the stars and talk to the stars. And, um, and I, used to, I mean, this is quite another topic, but, you know, I used to get visited when I was younger. Mm. And um, so I was always very connected, but it took me a long time. To, I, because my family thought that wasn't a profession. You know, like they, my mom would say, no, you, you can't do this. You have to do this and this. And so, you know, being Asian, I always have this guilt, you know, of doing my own thing. But finally, 
I broke that. Um, you know, it took a few years. <laughs> you know, it took a, a long time, but mm-hmm. I did it. And now my family looks at me. Now they call me for advice. You know, like I am. This, like sometimes my brothers will call me. Like I need you to. I need. I need therapy. I'm like I'm not a therapist. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. I need peace. I need peace of mind. Can you pray for me? I'm like you can pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but. Yes, I mean it took me it took me a minute because oh I just I was afraid mm-hmm. you know that I couldn't do it um, mm-hmm. but that fear like you said is the fear of obviously being uncomfortable because when you're uncomfortable that means you're in the right place yes you know that means this is where you need to be because when you're uncomfortable, it will become comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, um, but as humans, you know, feeling, it's not, it's not some people talk about saying, yeah, feel it, to mm-hmm. heal it. No, people feel it and they want to escape it. They want to, you know, put it underneath mm-hmm. the rug and put layers and layers and layers because who wants to feel things? But that is, that's where the magic is. Yeah. It's more like try not to feel it and go to the bar. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. For many people, that's why happy hour, you know, is there. I always think about that. You know, happy hour is such a weird thing to me because it basically was built for the whole concept is for, you know, these people who are in corporate America. They, they work really hard and they get out of work and they need to drink themselves, you know, into a stupor in order to wind down and maybe enjoy life. Um, you know, I always thought that was really kind of sad in a way and like i i never really went to happy hours because of that but um yeah it was weird but you know fear to me is definitely the thing that will stop anyone from living soulfully so i would say the first um tip i can give viewer and maybe you can give one as well is really work on removing fear and there's an amazing book by Susan Jeffers. I don't know if you've ever read it, but it's called Feel, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Yeah, it's a great book and, and it really is eye-opening. And if anyone out there uh, has some, you know, stifling fear that might be holding you back from doing the thing that you want to do or finding your purpose, um, sometimes you just, you do need help. You need, you need advice you need to talk to a therapist you need to get some healing you know in order to help you remove some of those some of you know those fearful thoughts and that book you know really helped me a lot and I, i was able to after i read that um really push myself forward through some of the invisible walls that i've built you know um i think that if you you know just know that you have a purpose. Sometimes knowing that you're not fulfilling the thing that you're meant to fulfill is enough to get you to fulfill it. That is your purpose. You know, some people's purpose is to find their purpose, right? Can't that be the case? (laughs) You know, I mean, you know, you talked about being uncomfortable and like in Kabbalah, they talk about that too, how, um, when we feel uncomfortable, that's been like, transcendental things can happen to us you know going into that going into the uncomfortable places um can help us correct what we need to correct here in this lifetime and you know they believe that our sole purpose is to come here and you know cleanse our soul correct everything that we are meant to correct to clear away our fear and to just connect to the light as much as we can and that's the purpose And any occupation that you might have or any dreams that you might want to achieve, that is secondary to the real purpose of the soul, which is to come here to heal and grow. Do you believe, you know? I do. So that's Kabbalah, huh? That's beautiful because I feel that way. Mm -hmm. I always say, like, it doesn't matter what we, I mean, all of it's beautiful. Getting married, having kids, um, not getting married, having a life partner. All, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff is great, but the main purpose is you. It's finding that inner, like, pure love and being with the light, mm-hmm. you know, source, you know. And I always say, I, uh, we just, me and my girlfriend, just, my best friend just said that the other day. We're just like, she's like, Mama, the only purpose here is us being in the body, being present, and going through our stuff. All the other stuff are just bonuses. I'm like, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I believe that. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's comforting because sometimes I really, you know, when I'm pushing myself, maybe someone is pushing themselves to, you know, do more than they can handle or to find themselves. People push themselves to find themselves. You know, it's a comfort to me to think like, wow, if my purpose here is really to feel as much joy as possible and to receive as much light as possible and perhaps spread light and be kind to my neighbors, um, kind of takes the pressure off of, you know, having to do this grandiose thing that's going to change the world, you know, um, because I do believe that, you know, one smile, one acknowledgement to someone who doesn't feel acknowledged can change the world. You know, that can change someone's entire life. You know, saying one thing to someone that might just come out of your mouth and you not think you're, you know, you don't think twice about it could really impact someone in a positive way or a negative way, depending on what you say. Right. Um, and I can guarantee that every person, you know, has touched someone in a special way that and they don't know about, it, you know. Um, so I think that we are major game changers. I think every day is a game changer. Um, and so for me, like, you know, removing fear in order for your and fear and so that you can go into a state of love, I think that is like really the first step to being soulful because when you're in that place of love, anything is possible. You know, um, you could just flow with life and do what you want to do without any judgments or expectations, you know? Um, it, it really is the fear and, you know, the self-worth stuff that I feel trips us up. Um, so what tip can you give um, someone, you know, or, or what, what can someone do now to help themselves, you know, live more soulfully to find this connection? What would you, what would your advice be? Well, the first thing I, you know, what comes up is to be gentle with yourself. Don't condemn yourself for mm-hmm. feeling anything. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of be the witness and kind of, I know it's hard, especially when, if we're in a dark place, because I know I've been there, um, you know, but I, I feel the first thing is, I think nature has a lot to do with healing, mm-hmm. you know, just allowing the sun to shine on you, going mm-hmm. to the beach, you know, going to a place and just, and just telling yourself it's going to be okay. Mm. You know, really having that authentic conversation. And, you know, and find, you know, find a mentor. Find a, a person, a good person that is around you that, that you trust. It doesn't have, you, know, you don't need a lot. You know, there was a lot of times when I was in my darkest place. I had one friend. My still best friend I have now. I mean, she, we've been friends for 25 years. We've been through so many journeys together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm very lucky. But I've had, you know, other friends. But find, you know, that one person where you can, you can be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. You know, where you can share, you know, and take this journey. Or, you know, a teacher. or But I think nature and just being gentle. Mm-hmm. And loving the fact that you can change the way you feel when you when you want. I mean, this is it. Like you can, it, mm. our emotions can switch, and that you can change. And then there's there's support for you. There mm. there's so many. You know, um, I've read so many great books. Paul for Paul Farini. He took me on a beautiful spiritual quest in my in my late twenties, and um, that was like a big, oh my gosh, you know, a book for me. I mean, there's so many things, um, but I, I feel those are like the main. What, what would you? What, what What about you? I'm curious. Um, well, I think what you said about like going into nature, I definitely think is a nice tool for people because. I think in nature, we can find inspiration. And I feel a lot of times people just don't even feel inspired enough to go out and make their life happen. So I think 
I would say, you know, piggybacking on nature is put yourself in front of something inspiring every day, you know, and nature does that. Just watching a sunset is so beautiful and inspiring. Um, Being by the ocean is so healing and restful and inspiring to me. Um, Taking a hike in the woods is is a beautiful thing, you know, rejuvenating the spirit. Um, But finding inspiration could be, you know, you don't have to leave your house. (laughs) You know, you can put on your favorite artist, your favorite song and, you know, listen to the music. You can watch your favorite movie. That's something that lifts you up. Um, you can, you know, get out a, you know, a book of poems and read through some of your favorite authors. You can, you know, find that spiritual author that you like to read and just flip through the book and open up a page and read it. There's so many things you can do that can inspire yourself. And to me, um, I would suggest writing that down 20 things that you can do at the drop of a hat that can, uh, ignite inspiration within you. Because when you ignite inspiration, really you, you're also igniting motivation. And I know motivation is a, a tricky one because I also have issues with motivation. I really, I, I've worked on myself, but I was like, you know, sergeant procrastinator. You know, I really would procrastinate everything to the last like possible second, um, and which is not healthy for me because I would really, it would, I would be drowned in a lot of anxiety because of that. Um, and I learned how to find motivation every day and to slowly kind of hack away at everything that needs to get done and all the things that I want to do, including the mundane things in the everyday life things, but also in, you know, those joyful things and, 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 and scheduling joy. I think sometimes we have to schedule joy. People are busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy. Just kind of like how people schedule sex or whatever, you know, like Wednesdays, sex night. But I think they have yeah. to do that with joy too. They do. Because if you look, I think the truth is if you're in a job or you're in a profession that, you know, you're there, you, you know, five days a week, you know, eight hours a day, that takes up a chunk of your time. Then you're sleeping another chunk of your time. And, you know, when did you have your free time? Um, you have these precious hours that are free and most people will maybe like hang out with their friends. You know, they'll want to maybe go uh, to the gym. That sounds nice. Or take a yoga class or do whatever, you know, work on their physicality. Um, it leaves very little room for that special little joyful thing. Um, so I, I, I suggest that you plan it out. You look at your month and you see when, what days and you have free and you put it in your book. You, you schedule your, your joy, you schedule playtime. Um, and I think I actually know if you do this, then you won't, you won't feel so imbalanced and you won't feel so off purpose you'll feel more connected to life. And to me, that's soul purpose. That's living soulfully. If you feel connected to life, you are, li- you are a soulful person. You're living soulfully. You're on your purpose. Um, I think that, again, this whole concept of soul purpose, what am I meant to do? What profession am I meant to have? It trips people up. Because then, then they're always working towards this outcome, this great imagined outcome that they have for themselves or the possibility of this outcome and with expectation and assumption and, and grasping and attachment. And it really could lead to, towards suffering because I, I, I am, was and still grapple with it, a product of suffering because of my life purpose, because I felt it so badly And I felt such a pull to be, you know, back when I was, you know, performing and, you know, I also write music and I I work and I had such a a need to do that. And I couldn't do anything else. There was nothing else that I could do in my life that I would find pleasure. It had to be that and only that. And I was really limiting myself and closing myself off to a lot of other inspiration. And it was was a lot of suffering. I, I suffered a lot. You know, when, when it wasn't happening and it wasn't coming easily. And I had to, at some point in my life, loosen those ropes and say that 
there could be many different things I can do within this thing called soul purpose, right? It's almost like a, a ship that you can just fill with as many things as you want. You know, it doesn't need to be this one main thing. It could be everything, you know? Um, Look, you know, if someone's leading a life, like, I don't know, this is getting a little crazy, but let's just take a serial killer, for instance, right? I am going to an extreme here. But think about it. Is this serial killer, this person whose motivation to go out and harm, are they not living their sole purpose or are they living their sole purpose? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I, feel, I feel it could be the opposite. I, I do. I, it doesn't have to be this thing that's going to help humanity. It could be this thing that is destructive, you know, um, and that too could be a purpose because I do believe that darkness has a purpose. You know, I, I, I believe that everything that's going on in our government right now, uh, there's, there's a sole purpose for it, even though it seems dark. Mm-hmm. I believe that oftentimes you know, darkness is really God in a mask or a costume coming in to help us in some way, to get us to realize something, to get us yeah. to heal. We have to heal on a, uh, on a you know, a, a massive conscious level, you know, a collective level. There needs to be a lot of healing and growth. Um, so I, I think soul purpose has, like you said in the beginning, it's so multifaceted. And, you know, I think that, um, Finding the joy every day and asking yourself, what can I do today that will bring me joy and actually doing it is a great, great first step to finding it mm-hmm. or to being it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always like to say, you know, in the mornings um, when I'm driving, like starting my day, I would say, universe, you know, what? what what is it, what, what, what's amazing going to happen today? You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I always say, oh, universe, let's play. I, I'm ready, you know, to expand today. So show me what I need to see. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when I do the, and I, I should do this more often because I forget, you know, but I should leave a little sticky note in my car so it's mm-hmm. my leaf. But um, every time I do that, something amazing always happens. It's just like aha. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm like, wow, this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's to experience this. Wow, I was supposed to meet that person. Wow, you know, wow, that was amazing. You know, I just realized something or, you know, just so many, it could, there's so many things yeah. can spark the heart. And that's, I think, you know, the big message here mm-hmm. is, how we spark our heart. Yeah. You know, because that's where the magic is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you say that because um, talking about like the sticky notes and stuff, I, and I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of Marion Williamson and she would come to the Savon Theater here in LA very often. And I would go listen to her lecture. It was just such a beautiful experience. And she, you know, in A Course of Miracles and in her book, like Return to Love says, you know, when she wakes up, she says something along these lines. I can't remember the exact, but it's like, God, tell me where to go, what to do, what to say and to whom, you know. Um, and I, I just always loved that and thought like, wow, yeah, it's like, just put me where I'm needed. Give me a voice and bring the people that I need to speak with and that need to speak to me my way, you know, and I think yeah. that's what it's about is soul connection. I think that part of soul purpose is connecting with people. Um, you know, we have, you know, soulmates is a big word too. Um, and I believe soulmates are anyone that's in your life that brings you joy is, is a soulmate. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're mates of the soul working together for the greater good, you know? Um, so I guess like the last tip that I can give, and then maybe you can close out as well is, um, People, you don't be afraid of people, connect with people. People are wonderful. You know, you have to get out of your shell. You have to meet new people because it's, it's, it's with people that you will grow, right? When, what did Jesus say or something? You know, when there's more than one of, when there's more than one, you know, that thing when there's more than one of us, then there I am or something, you know, when there's a group, there I am. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the collective consciousness and you can't isolate yourself from that, you know? Um, And 
people tend to do that. They tend to isolate themselves for people. Some people think that people are out to get them or, you know, there's a lot of that out there. But I think having these soulful connections with people who perhaps are doing the things that you want to do will really help to inspire you to get up and get out and just do it, you know? Um, so that's like my, you know, that's my last little tidbit of advice before we go into this meditation. Do you have, um, anything else to say, Lisa? Oh, yeah. So what I, cause I just, when you're talking, I was like, mm-hmm. do one, one thing a day, you know, um, for someone else, like open someone's door, mm. let somebody, um, cross crosswalk without before you turn in. <laughs> you know, because we live in a city. Um, yeah, in Los Angeles, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Let someone go before you. feel that feeling sometimes because we're human i know my partner calls it on me you know if i'm being like funny and mm-hmm. you know like that funny but like if i'm being a little bit off it's like you're a little bit off you know like and i mean and it's so humbling yeah to to witness that and to love that because once you love it it goes away mm-hmm. that's the power of loving everything that comes to you yeah you know, yeah, and, and, so. and we give love, and we, then you know we're able to receive it. And you know, smiles are contagious. So I really do believe that if you smile at someone who doesn't look like they have the capability of smiling, um, you might be shocked. You'll get a smile back, and that can yeah. change your entire day. That can change someone's day. So, Lisa, thank you so much for being a guest this week. It really um, was wonderful to talk to you and talk about how you like to connect soulfully. I really think our listeners um, will benefit from, from this recording for sure. And um, they can hear it um, on iHeartRadio and on Apple podcasts. Um, they can download it and listen to it and they can watch this video at uh, www.bennymudra.com. And all the videos from these podcasts um, are on the site, so they can go back and and watch um, older episodes as well. So thank you so much. We're going to go into our meditation now. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's so good to connect with all of you. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa, so much. So this meditation that we're going to do... higher self um you know if you know anything about the chakras there there are some chakras that that extend above the head and past the crown and the one highest is called the soul star chakra and that that is believed that's where our higher self exists it's where the answers to everything exist the akashic records also soul purpose is is up in that space so in order to, you know, sometimes connect to your soul purpose, sometimes you do have to go into meditation and just kind of open up and expand your senses. So as we find a nice, comfortable seat in this moment, you allow your eyes to close. And you can just simply begin by noticing breath. Just breathing in and out evenly. And just begin to come into a still, a still place within your mind, within your, within your spirit, in your heart. 
This is that time when you can be gentle with yourself. So letting go of all your worries or fears or doubts about your life and placing them aside just for this moment. Just you and your breath, breathing in and breathing out. Relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the stomach, relaxing the muscles in your face, the sits bone. As if your entire body is made of wax and you've come too close to a flame, just begin to feel like you're melting and releasing and emptying. And in this place of stillness, we place our awareness at the top of our head, which is our crown, crown chakra. And we can envision, see a beautiful violet light. And you can imagine this violet light swirling and dancing in a clockwise motion. And maybe you take a deep breath up into this violet light and exhaling. And do that again. Deeply inhale up into this light. And as you exhale, just picture the light being spread throughout your entire body. As you inhale up into the violet light and you exhale the light down. And as you exhale the light down, it spreads throughout your entire being into your aura, into your space. Every exhalation fills your space with more and more of this violet light, filling the corners, the ceilings, the floor. Perhaps it expands out even further, leaving the room that you're in, spreading throughout the building and the rest of your house that may be flowing outside into the air, and as you continue to exhale this violet light down and out, it creates this huge bubble around you. And the bubble just continues to grow and becomes more vibrant, more alive. It becomes as big as you possibly can see it, spreading for miles in every direction. feeling that expansion of yourself. Now focus on expanding this beautiful violet energy up. Maybe you can visualize a tunnel of light starting at the top of your head and extending way up into the heavens. And you keep relaxing your face as you allow this expansion within your third eye, in your crown. And I want you to feel as if your spirit is becoming more vibrant and it's becoming very light. And perhaps you begin to feel like you're floating or lifting up out of the body. And imagine that you're entering this funnel of light and that gravity is pulling you upwards, up out of your shell, up into the atmosphere, until you're hovering over your home, your town, and you continue to rise higher and higher, and perhaps so high that you've left the atmosphere of the world, and now you're somewhere in space, staring at the stars, 
And maybe even in this moment, you dare to go higher. And if you go higher, you find yourself flowing into this translucent, colorful energy, this vibrant existence. Perhaps it's another dimension. And as you flow into this space, you meet yourself, your higher self. You meet the greatest version of yourself possible. And you see that person. And you see yourself vibrating, joyful, on purpose. Maybe you smile at yourself. And you begin to make that connection with this amazing version of yourself that is available right now. Not yesterday or tomorrow, but right now. And you take a deep breath up and in. And out and down. In this moment, there's so much joy and good available to you. And I invite you to stay within this space for just a moment. Very nice. I'm sure in this moment now, peaceful. You feel relaxed, maybe inspired. And just like you went up into this ether, you now start to descend down being pulled by this light. And you flow out of this dimension, only carrying with you that feeling of purpose and contentment about your life, knowing that your greatest good is here now and that you are the best imagined version of yourself right now. And you take this gift with you as you come back into space, past the star, back into the atmosphere of the earth, going down, 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 until you can make out maybe your town, your city. And you continue to flow down easily and effortlessly until you notice you start to descend back into your room back down into the body. And as you flow back into your body, feel the weight of the body once again. You may wiggle fingers, the toes. But now you are not just your body, you are magnified as you have met the most soulful connection that you can ever have, the connection with your higher self. Now that that connection has been made, you can journey to that space as much as you want. Anytime you feel like you're off-center, off your purpose, you have a place now you can go in order to find inspiration, peace, and balance. 
So take a nice deep breath in. Maybe sigh it out. <sighs> Letting it go. Hands can come to your heart in prayer. And we thank our higher selves. But more importantly, we thank the one true guru and teacher, the one that is within our own hearts. Knowing that all is well in your world and that every day you are on your purpose. Sometimes you just have to remember things. So thank you all so much for listening today. And thank you for sitting with, uh, with me in this meditation. Again, we really want to thank uh, Lisa Ferguson for being with us. It was such a pleasure to have her and her knowledge and her beautiful soul and spirit with us. Uh, we're sending you all many amazing blessings for the rest of your week uh, tomorrow, oh. right? So tomorrow's Monday. Yeah, so, Go ahead. I was going to say happy Monday and, you know, 505 is my number. It's, it's the angel number, like God, it's spirituality. Uh-huh. We ended at 505. Oh, I love okay. it. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. So we ended at your spirit, uh, your angel number. I love it. Um, so they're with us. And yeah, tomorrow's a new day, a new week, right? So maybe start off tomorrow. Maybe, you know, tomorrow is the first day of you finding those little joyful nuggets in your everyday life. Um, you know, it's never too late to start. Yeah. Right. And that was amazing meditation too. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. We'll have a wonderful rest of your Sunday, and I will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you.